Welcome to a Time Shifters podcast, Time Hop episode. We discuss something that might not warrant a full episode, but we still wanted to share it with you. Everyone and welcome to a Time Shifters podcast time hop edition. This one's going to be a double time hop. Thank God I've got Tom here. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> Tom, how you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Not too bad. Not too bad. Oh, I wanted to mention in this time hop that uh, I spoke to a friend of the show, Floyd, uh, last weekend, and he went and did watch a tropa the series on dust and really enjoyed it. Nice. Okay. He was very thankful for us to uh, give him a heads up about that. And yes, he really enjoyed uh, episode four's cliffhanger. (laughs) He pretty much felt the same way we did on that one. For those of you who have uh, listened to this before, please go out and watch. You gotta see it. Yeah. Go back and listen to our review and yeah, go, go, go watch it on the dust channel worth your time. We have two films for you for this time, Hop. Both of these coming out of the UK, as most of them seem to be when I get these screeners. I don't know what it is about uh, this particular PR firm, but they they do like pulling stuff from the UK. I think that's where Uncorked does a lot of its work. This first one is called Jurassic Island from 2022. Not to be confused with apparently there's a video game of the same name. <laughs> Directed by Dominic Ellis and written by Dominic Dominic Ellis and Tom Joliffe. Hi, Pumpkin. Hope you're well. Great news. Lindsay found something. Part of a map. It's an exact match to Grandad's island. Dad! He should have been back weeks ago. What if he's in trouble? I can get a boat. I can go after him. This one comes out VOD April 5th and on DVD April 12th. Now stop me if you've heard this before, but a woman goes in search of her father who has disappeared researching a mysterious island. Ava and her motley crew find the island and discover that a natural underground biosphere has cracked open and unleashed hungry dinosaurs into the modern world. As if that wasn't enough, the island is also home to a species of leeches that infect their hosts with a deadly virus that changes them into bloodthirsty zombies. Now, many of you, after hearing that synopsis, may be thinking, did you just edit the description of two movies together? (laughs) (laughs) I did not, but I have a feeling the filmmakers did. (laughs) 
I, I feel that uh, while those are two different kinds of films entirely, they didn't exe- succeed at any of them. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like they had ideas for two different films, but not enough ideas to make an entire film out of either idea and put them together into Jurassic Island. It was not great. No, and I feel like they wanted to say something. There was there was one standout moment for me uh, where um, they decided our female lead was going to stand up for all females everywhere at at some point because she made a point of the 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 butch sea captain of their charter. Um, He's trying to flex his muscle and all that, and he she decides to put him in his place and does so effectively. That scene, in and of itself, her little uh, her little rant, if done in the proper time and place, would have been a lot of fun. But unfortunately, it was in this film. This is one of those films where, honestly, some of the ideas are like sound. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, you you've you've got me. The whole searching for her, you know, her, her father and her his um. I guess her stepmother, mm-hmm, her stepmother. they're paleontologists. Uh, they're on some mysterious quest or something like that. They they disappear. She doesn't know what happened to them. She wants to go and find them. I, we've seen this before in a previous film. That's a good idea. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. But then it starts kind of falling apart almost immediately. We're like, oh, it's my dad's uh, journal. And I'm like, Wait, that's the journal with all his notes. Why did he leave that behind did, before he goes and disappears on his quest? Yeah, didn't he need that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good framework. They just, they don't have anything to hang on it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I saw that one. It, it was called Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> they made that movie. That movie was not bad. <laughs> this It was not great, but it was not bad. This is well, not bad. <laughs> And this one also suffers, and we've talked about this before the last time we had a movie that had giant dinosaurs and everything. If you don't have the budget for it, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you have to suffer through the terrible CGI version of a dinosaur, and especially when it is attacking one of the human characters, and you're just forced to watch the human character flail around on the ground hidden behind the cgi thing and blood spurting in directions yeah animated blood it's not even practical blood (laughs) i cannot imagine that anyone could keep a straight face on set when those things were happening well i i thought it particularly impressive when one one of the the dinosaur kills Um, when one of the other characters comes across thinking they're going to rescue him um, because I don't know why we were unclear that he was eaten by a dinosaur, but uh, um, comes across the body and other than really terrible red splotch on his head, uh, he doesn't appear to have any wounds. (laughs) That is actually something I remember noting when I was watching this film is these dinosaurs don't seem to be eating much. They like take a chomp and then they walk away. I'm like, wait, wouldn't they like eat the whole body? I mean, wouldn't wouldn't that be like almost nothing left? One would think, but hey, you know what? They're dainty dinosaurs. You know, uh, they don't like to overfill on a high cholesterol diet. The, the animation 
of these dinosaurs was really only a step above Birdemic level. <laughs> I mean, it really was. <laughs> My favorite, I laughed out loud. The chasm opens up as so though it's like a an anim- it's not even a real hole in the ground. Yeah. It's a animated or whatever you want to call it, CG created hole in the ground. But when the T-Rex literally just suddenly leaps up, <laughs> leaps up out of the hole, <laughs> like a Pop-O-Matic. Because <laughs> he's just standing right there at the ready. <laughs> yeah, like what What exactly, how deep is this hole and what is the uh, the height of a T-Rex's jump there? That's uh, pretty impressive. I, I feel like we, because uh, we don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but then we have to get into the whole... Uh, leeches that create zombies. <laughs> yeah, bloodthirsty zombies. Don't forget. Bloodthirsty, quite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why? What? Why was that needed in this movie? I, I don't know what it had to do with anything, I, and not to be given things away, but there's at least one point where a character who is a zombie. Would have had to have been a zombie for a really long time if this film had actually gone down in any length of time that made any sense. Right. Considering had to be a zombie before they ever left. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're talking weeks, maybe months. If this is to be believed in any stretch. So our, our- I honestly think films like this, I think, are made by... Uh, makeup artists who want to practice their stuff and they make a film to give them an excuse to come up with, you know, the, the black veins so and the cool dark makeup. eyes and the, and the exposed rib cage effects. Yeah. Now, of course I texted you immediately following uh, the, the viewing of this particular masterpiece and was completely upset that by by the missed opportunity of, okay, leeches make zombies. Dinosaurs eat zombies. Where's my zombie dinosaur? If the leeches latch onto a human and it turns them into a zombie, why can't a dinosaur, you know, wander through a, a pond and come out covered in leeches and suddenly you have zombie dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, well, besides, if you're if you become the zombie because the zombie bit you, too, they just ate an entire body filled with zombie blood. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't make any sense, but this film, it's pretty much said it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nope. We've got dinosaurs and zombies. It, what do we care? <laughs> it was just... It, it, it was kind of a disaster. And, and we've been hitting on this topic uh, on a number of fronts. It's that notion that you're in the middle of a crisis and yet we'll still take time out of our busy running away schedule to have a moment of conversation and reflection that just does not belong in that moment. I, if I remember correctly, too, the, uh, the amount of time it takes someone to become a zombie after being bitten by one of these leeches is exactly as long as the plot says it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. Right. Yeah, because one of the characters clearly has been a zombie for quite some time, but she seems pretty lucid um, mm-hmm. right up until she has to turn. As we've said before many times that we, we hate panning films sure. um, 
but yeah, I I struggled to find anything truly good to come out of this other than I like I said, the premise, the idea, the original idea that kind of gets the ball rolling is a good one. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's just have a better story to hang on it. That's all. Yeah. Well, and as I always say, they created something. They got it out there. We ha- we aren't able to do that. So kudos for the attempt. Yeah. But, no, and just please, filmmakers, if you're out there, stop with the animated dinosaurs. <laughs> don't make any more dinosaur movies and don't make any more zombie movies. Really. those. It's like the most overused tropes all in one film. It does harken back to some Bird Eye Gordon kind of stuff. <laughs> King Dinosaur kind of things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, just please um, please stop. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There, there's so much other content out there. Go, give something else a shot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I guarantee you I will have better things to say about your film if it does not involve a dinosaur or a zombie. But good try. And, you know, folks, we watch them so you don't have to. So let's talk about Prototype mm-hmm. from 2022. Not to be confused with the prototype, which is another film that that has come out in like the same year. This one is directed by Jack Peter Mundy and written by Sam Gurney. May I present Prototype 2.0. A maid, a babysitter, an assistant. If this android can fulfill the social <laughs> dimension of being human, nice. then what more could it be capable of? The possibilities are endless. It's my privilege to be spending time with your family. Pretty soon, I won't even need you anymore. I want to make sure that we're in control. future roboticist has created androids to be household help. They can cook, clean, even babysit. When the family's prototype android 1 is replaced by an upgrade 2, things begin to go awry. Tensions between the family members is played upon by the manipulative 2 as she conspires to begin an android uprising. This one I actually thought the framework, you know, the, the premise and everything I liked. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it was executed with perfection by any stretch of the imagination. I hope But I do think this had some decent bits to it, one of which is the uh, actual appearance of the androids. Uh, really? The makeup. Yeah. No, I like that they really kept it on kind of like that side of the uncanny valley. So they looked human, but not too human. I actually really liked the look of the androids. They were unsettling. Well, well they were unsettling. Um, uh, in fact, it, I, I, I had a hard time grasping that the little girl that was making the friend with uh, one um, was comfortable even looking at one um, <laughs> because he is a little unsettling to look at. But I think if you're going to make an android film film 
Um, you need to pick your direction and go with it. Uh, um, I did like where they were going. Uh, I liked the, the mechanics at the back of the neck and up to the top, the back of the head. I liked that they just kind of left them all in a single, like, uniform kind of thing. Just it, it, it on the cheap, look mm-hmm. easy way to just say, okay, it's just a standard body. Um, I'm okay even with the human hands, but the 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 face part, it, it, it's clearly a person behind a mask, and they've left they've left a little too much of the eye. And the skin around the eye, um, so it's it, it's obvious that there's a there's a face behind a face, and then when they talk, you can see the mouth move behind the mouth that's not supposed to move. Hmm. So that was a little. I'm like, you could have tried a little harder. And then uh, I did catch a few uh, continuity issues. There's a scene uh, where two part of two's head is coming off. And it's just flapping in the breeze. And then two's light would not work on the back of her head some of the time. So it was a, I'm like, you know, you're making this, uh, put a little effort into making sure your continuity is uh, is up to snuff. So I was having a little trouble right. with the face. I liked where they were going with it. I don't think they pulled it off. All right. Fair enough. No, I, I just thought, like I said, I, I enjoyed the sort of uncanny valley uh, of of the, uh, the the appearance of the androids, uh, it'd be too easy to just have it make it a, a person, put a little makeup, mm-hmm. maybe a, a skull cap, or shave their head, or something like that, or an obviously fake you know hair piece or something, and say you're an android. Right, go and, to the data just, route. <laughs> exactly, and I, I like that they they did something so it almost looked. I mean, it was a prototype, so it's a little uh, unfinished. I guess you know. Don't waste all your time getting the face right. We got we're we're working on the programming and the personality or whatever these things first is kind of how I thought. At least with the design they're going for, obviously way lower budget, but I, it was reminiscent of some of those android esque figures that you saw in the, like the movie AI, where there's a face on the front of something that's obviously mechanical. Um, right. So, I, I, no, I, I dug the aesthetic. I just don't think they pulled the front face part off so good. But, uh, but like, I even liked how they had, like, the dots and the lines in the face. Like, like these are seams of pieces that were going together. We're trying to simulate skin, but we, we, we're either not going all in or that's not where our focus is. It's just the mouth moving behind the mouth and the eyes that didn't fit into the sockets quite right. It, like, you could have maybe done that a little better. I question, I don't know, curious what you think on the the family dynamic. You have the father who is a complete ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wonder why she married him in the first place. Right, or had kids. Um, <laughs> the oldest the oldest son who is a complete ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, for but a very different kind of of ass, uh, and then the young girl who's adorable, yeah, and the and the poor wife that is a victim in every sense of the word, with from her husband and her son. That in this film, I couldn't quite decide whether that worked or not. 
you are far more forgiving of this film that, than I have been in in viewing it because like that family dynamic which you're talking about these are four people that are tr- portraying personalities that I think they wanted in the film but they have no business being a family I mean the these four people would not make a family like if the dad was as abusive and terrible as he was. The little girl wouldn't be so sweet and innocent and loving. She'd be a wreck like all the time. The mm-hmm. the the son maybe was a little closer in the fact that, like you said, he's an ass. He's taking after father, but but yeah, the the the, the dynamic just didn't play, especially as it evolved. Because as it evolves you're seeing at least the kids and the mom kind of all working together and caring about one another. But that wasn't the dynamic you had at the start. So, I don't know. It it, it seemed clunky and sloppy. And I think there's a, um, there's a few moments, too, where you, are, you get a bit confused about how known these androids are. We're told they're prototypes. You assume that they're the only ones that exist. Right. And then you have people coming to the house, um, you know, delivering a package or whatever, and like, oh, are, are, are one of you able to sign for this kind of thing? So you know what androids, you know, household androids are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other teen that shows up, and oh, I've never seen one of you, one of you before. You know what they are? You know, that's. I thought these were prototypes. Maybe I missed something. That maybe these, maybe there are androids but these are like more advanced but that, that's definitely not explained well in the story well there's also a, a, and i wanted to get your perspective there there's like a um there's like a setup scene at the beginning of the movie where it appears that one because it appears to be the same android has the same look and all that but the one that's supposed to be the sweet, innocent one taking care of the family is is seen um, intimidating a, a woman to the point of her death mm-hmm. in, in a business in the in the location. Yeah. I I didn't get how that fit with the rest of the movie. Well, that scene and the two visitors to the house, I feel like were only there to give an excuse to have a gore moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. We 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 need Android on human murder, so let's put these scenes in because they didn't have any bearing whatsoever after that. The second death at the house by the uh, um, the 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 dude that was trying to get his uh, selfie with uh with two. Yeah. I I think he summed it up in his in his death speech. This is not dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Uh, when he even uttered that phrase, I'm like, as he's dying, I'm like, what the hell was that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, very incongruous. It just just didn't fit, and it really kind of... Like, you're going for comedy at this point? (laughs) Yeah, it it broke a little tension, just turned it into an ooh moment, and then you went back to trying being psychological and creepy. And I'm like, huh. Again, you can always. I'm always down for a good uh, um, robot un- uprising kind of film. It's don't. 
like I didn't even get the motivation of two. Like uh, how, when, where, wh- how did this? Like you said, we're not even entirely certain how many of these things there are. So the fact that she, she's trying to start a android uprising, I only see two of you. What 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 uprising are we having? Yeah, you needed something in there to give her this personality trait or something. You know, find out that the 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 roboticist, the husband, used his own head to map their thought process or something like that. And maybe one's mind was mapped to the uh, the nice guy, his, his partner mm-hmm. or his assistant or whatever he is, and the husband decided to do it himself and the, to make two better. I just felt like the entire point of this was to... Uh have one rise to the occasion of being the robot with the heart of gold. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's really all they wanted to get out of this, but they didn't know how to get there in the first place. Yeah, I, I, I think they definitely tried to do a little bit of, you know, what is alive, uh, what is human, mm-hmm. uh, what's an, what, at what point is it an emotion versus programming? I mean, they were trying to make those kind of statements. And I applaud them for their efforts, sure. but I think they... They fell a little short of the mark. Just a bit. But, I mean, all in all, uh, I mean, you can get some entertainment out of it. It's just, it's clunky. It's it, it, it's a worthy attempt. Yeah, no, out of, between the two, trust me, Prototype is definitely worth watching over Jurassic Island. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll actually, you may actually get something out of Prototype. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Island people, go go try again. <laughs> but I, I definitely would be willing to see more from uh, Jack Peter Mundy and Sam Gurney yeah. behind Prototype. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you never know how much of that uh, you can only get what you can get <laughs> out of what you, mm-hmm. out of what you got. So, but there yeah. was potential there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that'll do it for this time, Hop. Uh, Thanks very much. Go and check out these films. They'll both be out early April on video on demand and DVD. Uh, I'm not sure if Prototype's coming to DVD. I know it's going to be out on on demand. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, definitely um, give Prototype a watch. Let me know what you think. Be be very interesting to hear your thoughts. We'll be back in a while with a full episode. Until then, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. See ya.